No. Gary Vaynerchuk, and this is episode 230 of the Ask Gary V Show. I'm ready. Dunk. First question from Seth. Yep. What's up, Gary V? My name is Seth Silvers. I live in Denver. Huge Broncos fan, which means we have one thing in common. We hate the Patriots, and I hate Bill Belichick. So in 1999, when Bill Belichick was the head coach of the New York Jets for a very brief time. He famously said, for various reasons, I'm choosing to resign as the head coach of the New York Jets. Were you happy when that happened? Did you hate him yet? Or were you sad? And the real question is, how many Super Bowls do you think the Jets would have won if... Yeah, I have no interest in this question. Let's move on. Next question from Alex. Uh-huh. But self-discipline can be even as self-awareness is very important but self-discipline can be even as important how do you continue to be self-disciplined each day especially how did you stay self-disciplined in the early stages of your entrepreneurship journey when the results might not be there chiefs 20 Jets 17. Thanks. Um, there's just no options, Alex. Like, I stayed self-disciplined because I wanted to win. People talk about wanting to win, but they don't actually want to win, and they're not willing to sacrifice to win. And so I did it because there was just no, there was never a moment in my time, whether it's hard wiring or understanding of the situation, there was never a situation where I thought that not being disciplined or wavering or was in my best interest. And so I think when you're fundamentally patient as I am, it makes everything quite easy. Everybody's just antsy, antsy for shit to happen so soon. So it came very easy. Next question from Daniel. D-Rock or it? Hi Gary, my name's Daniel Knowlton. D-Rock or whoever's editing this, please hook me up with my Twitter handle. I appreciate that. My question to you Gary is, I've just been headhunted for a position at Facebook, but I'm currently running a small but growing digital marketing agency in the UK called KPS Digital Marketing. Do I stop what I'm doing with my agency and get someone else to manage it and then go and work at Facebook to get the experience, or do I ignore the position at Facebook and carry on hustling and doing what I'm doing with my growing digital marketing agency? Yeah, that's a personal question. I appreciate your answer. That's a personal question. Like, I can't answer that for you. You need to know who you are and what you're about. My intuition is anybody that even questions to leave their own business to go work at a company should go work at that company. Yo, yo, what's up, Gary? Corey Gregory here. Just pulled up to the gym. Wake your ass up! 4 a.m. That's what you get when you add, right here, Corey G Fitness on Snapchat. So here's my question. 
I'm a serial fitness entrepreneur. I've been in business since I was 20 years old, so it's going on 18 years now, and I love it. I'm known for on Snapchat, um, showing that daily accountability, that wake your ass up, and, and it's nonstop. I'm also known for content in my space, but I've never had like a personal video guy that just followed me around like D-Rock. Tell me the difference it means to your business to have a guy like that. I think I already know the, the answer, but I'm thinking about taking that next step and truly having somebody capture what it's taken me to do, what I've done in my career, and I'll end with this. We will be friends, so I'll see you soon. Thanks. Corey, I think it comes down to um, if you've got something interesting to say or if the content's interesting, it has an impact because the storytelling is good. You know, as great as D-Rock is at cinematography or editing or Tyler or Dunk or Stefan or fucking Steven Spielberg, if the subject matter isn't good, um, it won't have upside, even us, and I think nobody's living a more fast-paced, um, serendipitous for creative content opportunity than I am, but look, you know, it's a repetitive grind, you know, it's a challenge for these guys to edit and make a creative storytelling. We're starting to interview people within the organization. We have to mix it up because the fact of the matter is a lot of our lives take on a similar cadence. And so doing something daily, you know, people like Casey and other people that do it extremely well, they make, you know, they, they look for the story, they create the story. I'm not doing that. I'm documenting over creating. And so I want to show that grind. But dude, there's only so many times you can yell at us at 4 a.m. and saying, let's go. You know, and so I, I think I think the impact on your business and your career and your brand will be that if you've got chops, if you're actually interesting enough, um, if there's things going on, especially if they're not fabricated or created for that scenario and they're authentic, um, more people will be interested in what you've got. You create a wider net. You get an opportunity then to speak to them. I mean, some of the vlog, the vlogging we're doing allows more people to get into my ecosystem and allows me to drill home the four or five things that I feel passionate about telling the world because I want them to win. I think if you know if you're there to to sell products or supplements or magazine covers, if I was here for selling you know, VaynerMedia or selling wine or my book, I think they would have less upside. So I also think not only is the storytelling matter, but what is the, um, what is the uh, thing you are trying to accomplish really matters in the scenario of vlogging. I think Casey, for example, and I have a lot of love for him, like genuinely just is a, is a filmmaker and wants to tell stories and that's why it does well. There's gonna be a lot of people that vlog that aren't gonna do well because they suck. What's up, Gary V? Coach Kozak here, and I'd just like to get your thoughts on friendships. I'm a fellow hustler, grinder, out here in the shed 24-7 working. I like the and shed. I want to know, at this point in time in your life, and your career, do you even make time I want to shed. Just have those couple of friends that are always you know, uh, nagging me throughout the day, asking me if I've seen this TV show or that TV show. I mean, at what point are you just being rude, or do you have to just tell these guys to, hey, I, I don't have time for friends today? Look, I, I love my friends and I actually wish I spent more time with my friends. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is during the day, outside of Jets friends during Jets season, I don't communicate with anybody about anything um, until that day's wrapped up and I'll catch up. You know, I, I think way too many people are trying to be cool. What's his name, Jonathan? Joshua. Joshua. I think too many people are trying to be cool and being like, yo, I ain't got time for fucking House of Cards or like following the, the life. Um, 
you know, I don't think there's any uh, ever a time to like rag on your friends. I think in my mind I rag on my friends because, uh, but but to actually like I I, I want to be polite and I, w- I want to give them love. Like, I, I think it's super important to be empathetic to a million different lifestyles. And if anything, um, I'm trying to work harder. As a matter of fact, I think I emailed Tyler the other day and like I think I'm seeing a bunch of my high school friends in the city next Thursday or this Thursday. You know, so. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, like, they're your friends for a reason, right? I think a lot of people are struggling with the definition between friends and acquaintances. Uh, I think acquaintances that want you to watch Game of Thrones and play fucking Madden, I think if you really want something bad, are probably an interesting thing to cut out or navigate around. I think friends you need to be there for all the time and try to fight for those relationships because that brings as much value as building the biggest business in the world. Next Thank question you. from Zach. Dunk. Whose strategy was it to start with Belichick and the Chiefs hat? Like, like, did you guys think you were gonna get like some good rat? Like, we're, we're yeah. you know. okay, just curious. So my name is Zach Smith. I'm currently a physical therapy student at the University of New Mexico. I am a huge fan of your work, and I am so grateful for all of the value that you bring all of us. And I appreciate you taking my question. Um, as a future business owner. I'll be deploying a lot of your strategies to advertise for my business. My question for you is, which platform do you spend most of your time on these days? Thanks for answering. Which platform? Um, I mean, I think, um, what's his name? Zach. Zach, first of all, thanks for the love. Um, Zach, I think the platform, you know, I think it's running the gamut. Uh, Instagram, Snapchat, I still continue to use Twitter, I don't think people understand. Like Twitter is still the one place to have unbelievable engagement and I truly believe so much of my world is predicated on engagement. That being said, Snapchat's the place where when I actually reply, I just get so many, God, you know, people go crazy. You know, it's funny, I love the way, the UI and UX of Twitter, I can just get to so many more people than all like the pressing, waiting. The speed in which Snapchat engagement works doesn't allow me to do as many as I'd like to, which is disappointing because the upside of engaging on somebody's Snapchat is holy shit. Whereas on Twitter it's like, thanks. And that's a very big different reaction. I I would say Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram. That's where I'm spending most of my time. You know, I think think this is a great opportunity for me to answer a question so many have been asking, which is Instagram stories or Snapchat stories. The answer is both. All four of those platforms have enormous attention for me and so I continue to, to focus on them and, and, and engage and create and pound and, and, and work with my team on, on our strategies and so all four platforms are extremely important to me as the pillar and foundations and so I, there's not one that is you know, dominating. I'm sure if I look at my time of usage, one is greater than the other depending on how I use them but in my mind from a strategy standpoint, um, all four are extremely important. And I think for most of you, all four of those, and including the LinkedIn, LinkedIn's of the world, and Periscope, and and the Facebook Lives scenario, I mean, there's just so much opportunity for us to storytell and grind. I just think people need to put in the work, and I think they all bring different value for different reasons, and that's why I use them. Facebook has ungodly reach potential. Nothing 
is remotely close to Facebook's capability to replicate a television-like platform. Uh, Instagram is just depth of attention, especially with stories now, it's done extremely well. Just a month ago or eight weeks ago, I was talking about being concerned of where Instagram plays. I think the stories feature was a monstrous move. Uh, Snapchat for the, you know, the 16 to 25 to 28 year old demo is the game and super important for so many of us out there. Uh, and Twitter's the only place where you can listen at scale and engage and create that conversation. I mean, I don't know where everybody was last night during the debate, but I have a funny feeling it wasn't Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. And so that is the water cooler of our society and there's a lot of opportunity there. Maybe for not as much talking, but it is the one place I would listen over any other platform. That's it. Uh, question of the day, what are the uh, social networks that you're using most? Sorry for the saltiness, I'm surprised it carried over. I was actually in a fairly good mood yesterday, but looks like some characters in my team decided to put me in the salt. So I went into the salt and I'm gonna stay in the salt until I get out of the salt. Keep asking questions, I'll keep answering them. That wasn't even right. <laughs>